This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Beautiful Tuesday, September 8th. We're glad you've taken time out of your day to join us to get into the Word of God together. Morning Breath, a drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day with your dive times in the morning. We have 4.30 program as well in the afternoon. You can listen as you're driving, and we're grateful that you do that. What we do is take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the chapter, uh, spend some time with the Lord, do a morning devotion, and then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be in a new book, Galatians 1. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. On your market set, go. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a new book, an interesting book, and uh, kind of a trying to get somebody straightened out book, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've never had to be straightened out myself. Nope, never once. Everything's not, not been perfect. in the perfect. last five minutes. Anyway. Yeah, at least. <laughs> at least five minutes. Now, yeah. Nick, we had to straighten him out twice. In the last five minutes, but he straightens out pretty easy. He does all right. Yeah, he straightens out pretty good. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Good, man. Good to have you. Thank you. So tell folks how to get involved, brother. Easiest way to get involved is on our East Coast app, which you can find on the Apple or the Google Play Store, and it's just titled East Coast App. There's a, a blue background now with an East Coast Circle logo that you'll see on there, or you can go on our website, which is eccc.us e-triple-c.us, and you can find all of our info about our church, events, past sermons, our morning breath episodes. It's a great way to find anything you ever need East Coast. You can also follow us on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. There's content every single day on there for you to be able to stay connected. Really, there's there's no excuse to, to be isolated and stuck by yourself right now is because we want to help you to be connected. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321 452-1060, and we would be honored to email or mail out the devotion guide for Morning Breath or any other, other information you might want. Yeah, so we've got both online and in-person services yeah. going. Love to have you for those. We also would encourage you to stay updated, as Pastor Christian said, through our Facebook page is another way. What else you got down there? Yeah, so we've got some exciting stuff going on. We've got Celebrate Recovery has got its relaunch coming up next Monday what's, what's on September recovery? 14th. It's an incredible program that really covers anybody who's overcoming things in life. So people will commonly think it's going to be drug addiction, but it could be something in that area. It could be sexual addiction. It could be, you know, gambling, anything in life. Or if you're a victim of that situation, there's help for you also. And so everyone really in church has been impacted by addiction in some way. Oh, absolutely. And there's incredible resources there for you. And this group is just thriving and doing great. It is. It's doing really well. And we'd love to have you. That's when Monday the 14th, yep. when it kicks off. Monday nights. And then we do want to remind you guys that we have a morning, a breath video podcast with Pastor Matt and Jessica Yeah. every Monday. Just check out our East Coast YouTube page. What time does that go up, Nick? Is it like their first thing in the morning? Yep, it airs right at uh, 7 a.m. Oh, okay. Yep. And is it like they can go anytime during the day Monday and watch it? Yep. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, and they'll, you... they'll uh, when, when our graphics team comes in, they'll go ahead and add it to the app and um, 
like the, on the website, just a link to get to it Great. easily. But it's Great. on YouTube at, at 7 a.m. Yeah, awesome. and what you can do too is just subscribe to our YouTube channel and then you get a push notification. So I get it every Monday morning. Don't push me, bro. It's nice. You get the little bell turned on. Don't and it push says, hey, me. New episode and you can go do it. So. I don't even like the name of that push push notification. notifications. Yeah, would you? Can we send you push notifications? Absolutely not. Yeah, unless it's something you really care about. If there was a good hunting channel, whatever that told you about getting your they bow ready, they need to ask a different way. Yeah, can we let you know? Suggest notifications. Can we let you know of great things going on? <laughs> yeah, something nice like that. I yeah. don't know. Well, let's get into the chapter. Yeah, I'm gonna read the first twelve. You're gonna read the last twelve. Yeah, I'm excited. You're gonna read the message. Message translation is so mm, good on this one. Interesting. I know. Mm, I should have brought my amplified because I read it in amplified. Oh, this ma- too. amplified's great. It's very good in amplified as well. So uh, get me started. I'm gonna read New King James. All right. I must say unto you, read sir. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of God, will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Verse 13, I'm sure that you've heard this story of my earlier life when I lived in the Jewish way. In those days, I went all out in persecuting God's church. I was systematically destroying it. I was so enthusiastic about the traditions of my ancestors that I advanced head and shoulders above my peers in my career. Even then, God had designed had designs on me. Why, when I was still in my mother's womb, he chose and called me out of sheer generosity. Now, he has intervened and revealed his son to me so that I might joyfully tell non-Jews about him. Immediately after my calling, without consulting anyone around me and without going up to Jerusalem to confer with those who were apostles long before I was, I got away to Arabia. Later, I returned to Damascus, but it was three years before I went to Jerusalem to compare stories with Peter. I was there only 15 days, but what days they were. Except for our master's brother, James, I saw no other apostles. I'm telling you the absolute truth in this. Then I began my ministry in the regions of Syria and Sicilia. After all that time and activity, I was still unknown by face among the Christian churches in Judea. There was only this report. That man who once persecuted us is now preaching the very message he used to try to destroy. Their response was to recognize and worship God because of me. 
Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Amen. Yeah, so Paul is um Paul's a little shocked in in some uh, ways you might even say confused verse 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 <laughs> verse 6. Yeah. B- b- kind of brings it out in the language that it uses in the King James. Well, how's that? How's I'm it so s- glad you said that. That's what I highlighted. Really? I wrote down verse 6. Is that's the one cuz I when I I heard you reading it, I said, "Man, listen, it says, I can't believe your fickleness. How easily mm. you've turned traitor to him who called Whoa. you by the grace of Christ by embracing a variant message." A variant. Yeah. Yeah, so a fickle, huh? Fickle. Yeah, he is he says I marvel and and basically say he's amazed by it. He's amazed that they would turn away because to turn <clears throat> to another gospel and he even clarifies this is not really a gospel. Yeah. Because the gospel's good news. It's good news. They're putting back on the old traditions of the Jewish tradition, trying yeah. to make so, them go under circumcision and everything absolutely. else. Absolutely. So he says he he says uh you had to turn away from him. Yeah. To turn to this new gospel, yep. and so he's he's marveling on two levels. One is that these guys have turned their back on Christ, and two that they've turned their back on the gospel, the good news, the grace of God, yep. which is that apart from you know observing special days, apart from circumcision, apart yep. from keeping the law, uh, apart from doing your own righteous works, yep. God imparts grace to you uh, and righteousness to you as a free gift. And, uh, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. I'd marvel at that too. Yeah. Because it's too good to be true gospel. It and is it's hard true, for it, people to wrap is. their minds around it sometimes. But here's the deal is most of these people would have had some experience of trying to do things right to get right results. Yeah. You know, I don't know what we could compare it to, but when you really go all out to win someone's affection or yeah. you work really hard at a job and yep. you're, you don't get promoted, but the boss's son gets promoted yeah. or, you know, all the things that we experience out there in the world. And then we, we think it's going to be different, you know, where I'll just learn how to do it and I can do this, you know, and I can get this done and cause I can work hard enough. And it's pretty ridiculous, but it is just shows you how, easy it is for the human condition to fall back into works yep. and law. It's a natural tendency <clears throat> it is really to try is. to strive and think this is something that I did on my own. It feels in our minds like it's going to be that much more rewarding, this whole idea. And there's value in pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and, and working hard and doing that. But that goes against this idea of grace that most of Paul's message throughout the epistles is trying to reiterate the grace message to say, hey, Christ is better don't go back. You know, he spends, the writer of Hebrews, whether it's Paul or Barnabas or whoever it is, spends a lot of time with this continued message of Christ is better. Don't keep trying to go back to this. And this is what he spends a lot of time in. Galatians being one of the earlier letters that he wrote, he's having to defend himself again. We see him do this in Corinthians. We see him having to do it over and over again is he's having to they're, they're attacking not just the message, but they're attacking the messenger. Oh, yeah. And he's having to defend himself and say, guys, look at this. You know me. Uh, I'm, I'm coming from this position. I was one of the, the most zealous. I was persecuting the Christians. I was doing these things, but God revealed himself. And this message does not have to have all these additional things added to it. 
but it's that natural tendency as we still do it today. You can see groups of Christians out there that will want to put on additional requirements, whether it's, you know, missionary travels that you do, or there's going to be dress restrictions, or there's going to be dietary restrictions. And that's just appealing to the human psyche to think, I've got an extra level of Christianity, or I've I've cracked a secret code, or mm-hmm. I'm more holy than someone else. Yeah. And it can be such a downfall. Like, it's really a pitfall that people can can get trapped up in. You know, the other thing that concerns me about it is a lot of people are looking for what they already have. Yeah. You know, uh, was it, what's the band you two? Yeah. Because yeah. um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. Bono got that one right. <clears throat> yeah. And so people are running around when they have Jesus, they've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, yeah. that all things pertaining unto life and godliness is theirs, mm-hmm. but yet they're out there looking for that thing that is going to, you know, make, make it, you know, that, yeah. that revival, that, this, that, 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 whatever it is that's going to happen in their life, that's going to kind of push them over the top. The thing we've all been waiting and praying for when, you know, the waiting and praying is over. Yeah. The waiting and praying have, uh, have already occurred. Jesus did all the waiting and praying that we needed. You're not getting this because you prayed for revival long enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got what you've got because Jesus gave it to you. You know, it's, it's a hard job being what Paul needs to be to these people right now because he, he wants to be their pastor and comfort them and encourage them. And he didn't write this letter to, to just, you know, tear into them. But he also has to be kind of a prophet to them. Mm. And so he has to rebuke them, yet hold their hand and walk them through the process. And, and, and if you've ever been a dad out there and listening to this or a mom, <clears throat> you, know, you know both sides of that. Yeah. You've got you to be firm. You've got to be strong. You've got to help uh, the young people in your lives make the right choices and do the right thing. But you also want to comfort them and... and uh, help them through the process yeah. and uh, love them through it. So he's he's going through this right now. He, he sounds a little bit more prophet in this chapter than pastor yeah. or a little bit more uh, uh, law than grace in yeah. some respects because he he's basically s- says, let him be accursed. Yeah. And that, that word actually means doomed, anathema, totally cut off and rejected from God. So this was a serious, serious place. I don't want to be yeah. thing. Paul is talking about here, yeah. and so uh, he's 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 got his work cut out for him, and yeah. he's challenged uh, with reaching this group whom he loved, whom he whom he reached out to, whom he had a a nice relationship with, and who had kind of got caught up in in doing or observing or circumcision, or righteousness through the law, their own works, and Paul's trying to walk them, walk them back from the edge and back yeah. into the grace of God. And thinking about <clears throat> church discipline or discipline for your children, I came across this verse in my Bible study recently, and I've heard it before, but I shared it with my kids, and they understand my heart, is Proverbs nineteen eighteen says, discipline your children while there's hope, otherwise you will ruin their lives. 
Oh my gosh. And is it's that just, the message? It's the message. Come on, message oh, translation. And I'm like, wow, it is so clear. And I told my kids, I said, I do this because I love you. I don't want your life ruined. If I let yeah. you sleep to noon and drop out of school and just never do anything with your life and I let you pile up. At one point, my teenager, we counted 230 pieces of clothing on his floor. We finally just gave up and just took care of it. And another one's room is immaculate. He manages his life a little bit different, but one of them, and many of them were my clothes. I'm like, I haven't seen that shirt in six months. There it's at. That's funny. 230 <laughs> pieces we piled in. We got rid of 120 of them because we're like, we don't even fit anymore. Like this is out of control. But if I allow someone to live that way, I'm setting them up for their life to be ruined. And it can be mm -hmm. the same way when Paul has to administer church discipline. He's doing it out of love because literally, you know, the book of Jude says we're snatching those out of the flames. It's sometimes we're helping to be able to even save someone's soul by pulling them away from these things that could be leading them down a path or affecting other people who could be the 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 byproduct of this or mm -hmm. they're the, you know, the person who's impacted by the, this, the lack of discipline. So it's not a fun thing, but we see Paul really writing that line well. Yeah, really good. You know, uh, a little bit of a change of direction here for a minute is uh, one of the things I noticed here in verse 2. In fact, could you read 1 and 2 from the message? Yeah, I'd love to. <clears throat> I, Paul, and my companions in faith here send greetings to the Galatian churches. My authority for writing to you does not come from any popular vote of the people, nor does it come through the appointment of some human higher-ups. It comes directly from Jesus the Messiah and God the Father who raised him from the dead. I am God's commissioned, so I greet you with great words grace and peace. We know the meaning of those words because Jesus Christ rescued us from this evil world we're in by offering himself as a sacrifice for our sins. Yeah, that was uh, at least through uh, verse four, but the message is kind of hard to figure it is out hard where, to tell. <laughs> where to stop. In, in the New King James, it says, Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren who are with me. Yeah. And I just thought about that. You know, a lot of times it, it isn't said so clearly as this, but he is basically, as he's traveling around the world and on his missionary journeys, yeah. he's, got an, uh, he's got agreement. He's got partnership. He's got, you know, teamwork. He's not an isolated guy. And, and I think Pastor Matt brought it out last weekend you know, a lot of times when we think about Paul, we think about this lonely yep. guy in the dungeon yep. by himself, you know, with his feather pen writing out the, you know, the, 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 the works, the verses of scripture that he, that the letters that he sent out, but Paul very rarely did anything alone. And in fact, I don't really know much where I can find in scripture. He's ever really he, by yeah, he really did anything by himself. Yeah. He was really good at understanding sort of the Jewish apprenticeship program. Yeah. And uh, in Jewish culture, especially in this day, um, you know, uh, there was a father-son passing down a business. Yep. There was this apprenticeship was going to work with someone. Yep. Even in Guatemala right now, I have a good friend, uh, Mike Black, who's a missionary there. And I know that uh, one of his sons, one of his Guatemalan adopted sons, 
went to uh, work with a, a welder yeah. to, and to be their apprentice and, you know, get them welding rods and hold things together. Yeah. And, you know, just getting started and learn the business. And uh, now he's a he's a pretty good welder. Why? Because he went and watched and learned from somebody else. When I was a, a young man, I went to carpentry apprenticeship school. Yep. I went actually for four years and <clears throat> it helped me become a carpenter. But what helped me at least as much as going to school and probably more was working alongside. Absolutely. Good carpenters. A journeyman role and serving alongside, yeah. And so I just want to encourage you out there, you know, grab somebody and take them with you. Yeah. You know, put your arm around somebody and say, come on, let's let's go. Let's go pray for that's really looking back on my life. Uh, I had a guy who said to me, hey, you want to go pray for somebody? Yeah. And I went, oh, yeah, man, that'd be cool. And and I did. And I remember the time it was Super Bowl Sunday, by the way. He calls me up and says, uh, somebody needs deliverance. They've been possessed of a demon. I'm thinking like, dude, this church thing is wow. Yeah. Would you want to come and pray with me? And I did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I learned so much by just going with. Now, I learned by reading my Bible. I learned yeah. there's a lot of ways to learn, going to school, all the ways that you can learn. But one of the ways I learned was going with uh, this friend of mine, David uh, David Kotzebue is his name. And, yeah. uh, man, it was a big help. That's great. I, I, I love this idea. And it was the Jewish culture thing is that you wouldn't have been from the school of Antioch or the school of Jerusalem. Paul's teacher was Gamaliel, which we hear about in the book of Acts. And so Paul would have been from the school of Gamaliel in the same way that I am from the school of Pastor Dan Staubbaum, like sitting underneath your leadership and what you've taught in the culture that's at East Coast. And I'm proud to say that. That's wow. a that's so much of the culture that I have in me and the, the discipling that I've had. And, you know, even before I came to East Coast, I listened to Morning Breath. I'm going on 18 years of listening to Morning Breath, or as long as we've been doing it, like the old, old ones back in the day with Pastor Eric yeah. and having those stories in me and so much of that. And I think that that's an important thing is that even if you can't like link arms and try to hold on to someone's yeah, shirt, yeah. you can still really sit underneath them. And so there's incredible teaching and there's discipleship that can happen and that will make a big difference in your life. You know, I recently uh, heard of a testimony of someone who uh, was struggling in their relationship with God, struggling yeah. with their relationship with people, and they'd become a recluse. Yeah. They were living in their home. They hadn't gone out of their home in about three years. Wow. Um, a really difficult situation. And as uh, they worked from home, yeah. and their boss was a believer, a Christian mm -hmm. believer, and their boss kept encouraging kept encouraging this person to, you know, take a step towards God and yeah. all these different things. And what this person finally did was I'd, I'd, I'd known him a long time ago. Yeah. They said, uh, doesn't pastor, doesn't Dan, pastor Dan, pastor church now and went online and found it and watched a message yeah. and then watched another one. And then literally over the next few months, because they had nothing else to do, nothing else to do. <laughs> They watched literally hundreds of hours yeah. of messages yeah. and uh, listened to hundreds of hours of morning breath and all of those types yeah. of things to the point where they were completely and totally delivered yeah. and moved to Florida and joined the Bible school. It's amazing. And uh, it is amazing. And it again shows how, 
you know, you can be discipled and you can be raised up by, uh, by teaching. Yeah. Obviously we're in some respects, disciples Being of Paul. discipled by Paul, for sure, yeah. He's you know, teaching he's us. still helping us today. I get slapped upside the face by the book of James all the time. Oh it's God. like, thanks it's a lot, James. It's brutal. Galatians is a pretty hard book, too. There's yeah. no, They don't pull a lot of punches here. Speaking of slapping somebody, we should slap Nick. We should. Just for the fun of it. Yeah. No? Okay, and Nick says no, not right now. Okay, what, is there anything else that stood out to you in the yeah, chapter? Yeah, there's one part that I'll make it quick here as we wrap up this section is that one of the first revelations that I really got of the, in reading the New Testament that jumped off the pages is he talks about, I have verse 16, immediately after my calling, without consulting anyone around me, going to Jerusalem, that I didn't confer with any of those that I went away to Arabia. And this idea that Paul was called on the road to Damascus, he left and he went and spent that time with God by himself. And it's three years that he's in Arabia, that he's really consulting with the Holy Spirit when God did such a work in his heart. And it was from that intimacy with God and deep roots going down that he was launched into his ministry. He didn't go from, you know, immediate revelation to preaching on the street corner. He maybe would have tried, but the Holy Spirit- Well, he actually did try and they kicked kicked him out. Yeah, they're like, who's this guy? He had to be lowered out from a basket because right. he's about to get murdered. Yeah. So spend some time with the Lord and get some deep roots. Yeah, go deep. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with you. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131, and our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45 with a high-energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages. East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Morning Breath. Morning Breath. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I guess I'll close with uh, verse 3. It says, Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I guess what I'd like to say is that the grace of God brings peace. 
See, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We know that from uh, John 1.17. But I believe that grace brings peace. In other words, when, when, you're, when you understand the grace of God, it puts you at peace with God. Mm-hmm. But when you think you've got to have, you know, perfect behavior, do this work, do that work, there's no peace in that. It's a sense of turmoil and a yeah. sense of constant getting on the, you know, the treadmill of, you know, performance where if I do enough or if I, you know, go on enough, you know, uh, you know, door to door, knocking on people's doors, I'll, I'll fulfill my mission. Or, you know, if I, if I give enough money, then I, then everything will be right between me and God. And, and none of that actually brings peace, that brings turmoil mm-hmm. because there's not enough you can do or I can do. Never. Uh, we we can't pull off enough works or stuff to actually satisfy the debt that we have. Only Jesus could satisfy that debt. And it's a, it, there's a lot of peace in, in understanding that God paid it all so that you could have it all without any extra works on our part. And then you do it just from a pure heart of love. Absolutely. It totally changes everything. It does. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.